Imagine if the human body had an elaborate security system that would sample small amounts of fluid from all the tissues and organs, and that fluid would be channeled down corridors. At various points of those corridors, you'd have checkpoints, and those checkpoints would be looking for large particles, pathogens, or cancers. And if they found any of these, then those checkpoints could actually ring security on the immune system. You don't need to imagine this. This is your lymphatic system, and that's what we'll be talking about in today's episode. Hello, my name is Chris Summers, and that is the timer for five minutes talking about the lymphatic system. Now, I've already alluded to what the lymphatic system is and its function, but it's not the full story, so let's take it in turn. Now, your lymphatic system is not dissimilar to your circulatory system in that it is comprised of a number of vessels that come from all the main organs and tissues of the body. However, unlike the circulatory system, your lymphatic vessels are much smaller and they're not controlled by a pump like the heart. They're instead reliant on gravity and the movement of your muscles for them to return to the circulatory system, which is ultimately their role. Now, the lymphatic vessels, they don't transport blood. Instead, they transport a fluid called lymph. And lymph is the fluid that leaks from your cells and the fluid that isn't really absorbed by the circulatory system. So where's all the excess fluid, really? It contains not just tissue fluid, it contains parts of cells that are broken down. It will contain various other waste products. It may contain pathogens or even cancers, if you're very unlucky. So the lymphatic system transports this back to the circulatory system. Okay, and that's one of its main roles, that is the transport of fluid. And it does so via these vessels that have valves but no pump. Ultimately, there are two ways in which the circulatory system joins up to the lymphatic system. The vast majority of lymphatic fluid is transported to the thoracic duct. This is a large vessel that enters into the venous system at the left venous angle between your internal jugular and subclavian vein. So these are the lymphatics on the vast majority of the body. On the right part of your body, specifically the right side of your face, your head, your neck, your right upper limb, and the right thorax, this enters into a different area, into the right venous angle, via an area called the right lymphatic duct. And that's much, much smaller. Now, we've already said it collects all the excess bits, but you really don't want excess broken parts of cells in your circulatory system. And you certainly don't want cancers or pathogens. So along the lymphatic route, you have strategically placed lymph nodes. And these lymph nodes are very much like the analogy described. They are security points. They sample this fluid, they remove the large particles, and they do this by signaling macrophages largely. And they also, if they really don't like the look of something, they ring security. They contact the immune system and release lymphocytes, or white blood cells, hence the name, lymphocytes. 
So this is where the immune system comes into it. So it's very much like a Gandalf situation that none shall pass, or at least very little shall pass of anything that you really don't want in your circulatory system. Now, the final function of your lymphatic system involves the transport of fats from the gastrointestinal system. Go back to the GI podcast. We mentioned that you have various different folds that give you a large surface area, and this largely absorbs into the circulatory system. However, you also have extensions of the lymphatic system called lacteals that also pass into these folds, and these lacteals are very important in the absorption of lipids and that's what they do they absorb lipids into the lymphatic system and this gets transported then to the circulatory system the same route and when you actually look at the fluid that passes through the lymphatic system this mixture of lymph and fats you see that this is a fatty substance called chyle okay so in addition to the lymphatic vessels and lymph nodes you also have lymphoid organs and these organs essentially have very similar function you have a spleen your tonsils and payers patches in your gi system they break down waste products such as red blood cells in the spleen they involve with triggering the immune system again spleen tonsils and a number of other functions but we will speak about them in more depth in future episodes now what about when it goes wrong if one of the lymph nodes becomes blocked by a pathogen or is removed because of surgery, then fluid from the area that it drains can pool. And this is called lymphedema. If the lymph node itself becomes inflamed, this is lymphadenitis. And if cancer spreads to it, it is known as metastasis. And so this is a route of spread for cancers throughout the body. And that's your lymphatic system, a circulatory system of sorts that transports lymph instead of blood that has lymph nodes scattered throughout it and with these additional organs that have three main functions that is management of fluids transport of fats into the circulatory system and signaling the immune response thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode